keep forgetting. Yo, what's up, guys? Scorch the Fears, episode 32. I'm pretty sure. I'm not even sure anymore, bro. We've been doing this for a while. We got the amazing uh, Daryl Ellison on here. He's an absolute beast. I am just starting off the um, YouTube or the uh, Instagram live as well and somehow pinning the comment. How you been, bro? What's life? Been amazing, brother. How are you? I'm doing good, dude. And there we go. All right, it's pinned now. So now people can actually go on to where it's cool, which is on here on YouTube. So, um, all right, we're good there. So, bro, you are the most famous sub two student that I don't know at all. I was telling you this beforehand, but like, I love seeing you. I love watching your content every now and then. But I'm just like, man, like I haven't actually like had a conversation with this guy. Um, it's crazy it's crazy sorry but but like when we when we met up at clever it was like we were already homies like we already had like a bunch of conversations. <laughs> yeah I, I was like oh i know this guy i like this right. bump you i'm like yo dude <laughs> what's up bro so you run a thousand zooms um so real quick explain to the audience for those who don't know you who you are what you're doing just like what's your business like stuff like that like yeah so intro stuff so I'm Daryl Ellison. I got into real estate about two years ago now. Um, I guess we'll, we'll go into the story of how I got in. But right now where I'm at is I, I have a team, I have acquisitions team where we're helping people nationwide, helping a lot of sub two students actually close deals, um, whether it's creative, cash, whatever. Um, reaching out to them, doing a lot of free lead generation. I go into like other mentorships and stuff like that. And show them creative finance and have, have them send me dead, dead leads and stuff like that. So I do a lot of, a lot of uh, JVing, a lot of working with other, uh, other wholesalers with other investors. Um, and I'm currently on a mission scaling my business and I, I changed it, bro. I was going to text you guys, but um, it was originally 10 deals a month, but I was talking to Don Rich and I got to up it. So I got to up it to 20 deals a month. Let's go. That's sick. That's what we're aiming for right now. I'm loving it. So, yep. okay. So basically JVing dead leads, right? Like that's like what you're doing right now, like helping yep. people with other creative stuff. And you know, it's not even dead leads all the time, right? Like I have people who send me leads who maybe they're just integrators, right? And they just don't want to talk on the phone and they don't have a partner. They don't right. have a set up, right? So they generate a whole lot of leads and they don't have anybody to call them, right? That's where I come in. I have a lead man, I have lead managers, I have closers, um, and we're calling all day, every day. Like I just got out of a Zoom right before I came in here with my team. They're in there making calls. They've been in there since eight o'clock this morning. Right? Love so, it. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. I love it so much. Yo, so okay, let's start it off. I'm gonna ask you the Steve Trang question. How did you get into real estate? So it's crazy. It's a it's actually a crazy story. Um so it started about a year or two after college um how old are you bro 25 nice dude so this that. is all recent this is all recent like mm -hmm. so um my mother she lives here in arizona right i just moved out here a couple weeks ago i was living in maryland at the time um you i live knew in phoenix now i do Oh, everyone does. It's I just, just everybody, everybody's moving to Phoenix, bro. That's a really cool story. I thought you knew that, but really cool. <laughs> I um, think I might have seen an Instagram photo or something, but it's just yeah. so funny. I, I, haven't, really I haven't really like announced it much, like on like my social media stuff. I said things on like podcasts, so like if you watch like my my store, my uh like my shows on YouTube and stuff like that, then you would know. 
But um, I, I really haven't said much about it. But um, so Logan, uh, Logan Manzanares and Katie Manzanares, um, shout out to them. They bought a house out here that day that day as an Airbnb. Um, mm -hmm. and they're like, you wanna? I was I, I told them I was moving at the time, and they're like, well, why don't you move to Arizona? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> they're like, well, we have a we have an ADU in the backyard. Why don't you stay there? Oh, nice, nice, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, heck yeah. We we ended up talking about a couple of things. They wanted to make more than that in the ADU that I wanted to pay. Um, and he's like, well, would you live in an RV? And I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sure. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, all right, cool. So like a week later, um, they put me in a group chat. They text me a picture. They say, hey, hey, Daryl, we just bought you a house. And they send a picture of this decked out rv bro it's like damn nice crazy. it looks it has everything i need in there and i love it yeah and it's attached to the property and i'm, I'm like helping manage the airbnb and stuff and that's that's what yeah i'm not there right now obviously but uh that, where are you are you in maryland where are you right I'm, now? I'm in i'm at my mom's house she lives out here okay. yeah um but yeah so two years after, after college this was around like 20 yeah, it's around 2020 um right when i when i first started uh real quick since you're so young like i'm curious like what what like got i want to know a little bit before that actually so like yeah. you graduated college then what were you doing for the for the two years after that i was working in a lab as, oh okay as, I was working in a in the lab uh i went to school for biology so mm. i was actually this time i was actually working in a covid lab um a covid lab yeah, I was working at COVID. Bro, lab. creating COVID, dude? Were you in China? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were actually testing, like, uh, so there's a lot of football football teams in the area, the Redskins, the the Ravens, and um, a lot of those East Coast NFL teams would send, like, their COVID samples to us, and we would test them, see if they had COVID or not, um, and then just send it back, right? So I was, I was working there, and I, man, I hated that shit. Sorry if I can't if I curse if I can't curse, but I I hated it. Um, like I was, and this is kind of. I was working in another spot before that. Before I I, I under I learned real estate, I was mm -hmm. working like uh I was working um at a sneaker store, okay, and I was working some security uh at like a dispensary and stuff like that. Like I wasn't doing too much. Um, I was making decent money, but bro, I was I was addicted to playing the game. I was addicted mm -hmm. to games bro like i was i would literally wake up play video games smoke some oh, you mean literally video games okay yeah like literally play video games like madden and uh what else was i playing like fortnite <laughs> like stuff like that did bro. you play football in high I school college yeah. i was about to say you look like a football player bro you're huge yeah, yeah i played football um and that was the thing right like i, I thought i was going to the nfl mm -hmm. and i'm not the type of person to have a a plan b like i hate i hate backup plans like right. I'm going all in on whatever I like to do. I'm going all in on it. So like, right. and ask me like, literally, bro. People were asking me what I went to school for. I would literally tell them football. Like I would say, I'm, I'm here for football. <laughs> like you that's college. Yeah, I played. I played in college. Nice. So. Oh I yeah. Division two. Um, but still, like, good competition. We uh, still good. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was good. Um, but like, still, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to the NFL. Even when I really didn't. Like I really knew that I wasn't going at one point. I kept getting hurt. I'm like, I'm going. I'm here for football, right? <laughs> like I'm going until somebody tells me I'm not going. But yep. um, but yeah. So it, it started there. So like, like one and a half, two years after after school, I really wasn't doing much, bro. Like I was, 
just in a cycle. I was drifting, right? I was just doing the same thing every day over and over and over. Going to work, waking up, playing the game, coming home, playing the game, going to sleep, waking up. All right, same thing over and over. Um, I had moved into this house with a couple of my my old teammates. Um, one of them was he was a real estate agent, right? So I was learning like here and there um, from things that he was doing, um, kind of like just eavesdropping and just hearing some things here and there. I always wanted to get into it, but just never. I always felt like I couldn't get into it for whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, what do you think that reason was? I just I was just thinking that. I don't know. I don't think I, I really believed in myself, honestly, because I've never I've never done anything other than football, really. Like, okay. Sport, right. So like it was it was kind of a weird time in my life where I was like, I really don't know what to do. Like I was actually talking to one of my friends about that before. It's like. Uh, I like I had my co- one coach that told me, like, don't don't I hope you're, you don't feel like you're lost without the sport. Like after I was done and stuff after I graduated, he, like, he asked me, like, he's like, do you still like know yourself like do you know your purpose and stuff like that and i told him i was like at this point i really don't know <laughs> yeah i mean that's one hell of a question to ask like a 22 yeah. or 23 year old it's like bro what right. do you even mean do you know your purpose exactly like, what are you right. doing bro like you're my you're the coach here exactly and this is like he was just trying to uh, i see where he was coming from though he's trying to just make sure that like i was i was good right like that i wasn't just like you're gonna be tripping yeah not even just tripping but just like just become a bum, right? Because since mm-hmm. football is over, right? Like that's all I had was football, and mm-hmm. that was like my identity, right? Like you see Daryl, gotcha. think football player, right? Like every day I was either in the weight room or in the in the office, like on the board and stuff, watching film or at practice, right? Like that was it. That's so, what you were dedicated to. I got you exactly. So he just wanted to make sure, like, I wasn't just like lost, like just mm-hmm. oh, you're just losing my mind. It's not doing anything. Right. right. So and I kind of was at one point, right? Like I'm working, like I knew I had to work and I've always worked hard. Um, but it's like I had no sense of direction. Right? What made you what you made you feel like you were so dedicated to the game? Like it's like the like football. Like why like I'm just curious, like what what made you so dedicated? Were you like in the room constantly lifting, constantly making yeah. trying to make it happen? Well, that's 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 just like that's just who I am, bro. Like I was right. talking to Preston about this, right? And it's like when I really like, I have I have a really addictive personality, right? So it's like when I like something, I'm gonna keep doing it until I I get the best results that I could possibly get to, right? So like, for instance, that's why I was playing the game so heavy as well. Like that's what happened when I stopped playing football. I started playing the game, and I'm like, dang, this is fun. I really like this. Video I games. Playing, yeah, I just kept playing video games. But my whole life, like, it's been football, right? So I'm like, I need to do everything I need to do to become the best possible version of myself in this sport. Right. So that's what I did. Like, it's all I knew was train, 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 watch film, train, train, train. Like I had a lot of relationships that went left because I was like completely dedicated to to football. Right. So it's it's just honestly, it's just like like my dad would always as well. Like we would wake up when I was younger, like we would wake up every morning and go work out type of thing. Like, oh, nice. He he drilled. He encouraged you to do football. Right. Yeah. He used to play. So he would like drill hard work into me. Right. So I would have to work hard. And he was like always hard on me. Right. So that's why I'm really hard on myself as well. A lot of times, which is like, isn't that good. Right. I shouldn't be as hard on myself. But um, but that's just that's just what it is. Right. Like my whole life, it was just one thing. Right. It's all I knew was just work. 
It's how you become successful, bro. I mean, yeah. it is still even I don't know. I think you said D2, but still D2 at a college playing college football. Yeah. Like that's still freaking impressive, bro. Yeah. Like that's that means you're pretty freaking good. And like, yeah. bro, you're crushing it in real estate. So it's 100 percent working like I got yeah. you. And, and another thing, bro, I'm, I'm really naturally I'm just really competitive. Right. Yeah. So like everything I do, I try to make it a, a competition. Right. So like, I love it. Going to the weight room and stuff like there was a lot of people who didn't like to work out with me because I would make them work. Like, because I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk shit to the point where you're going to want to work out. I kind of want to work out with you. dude. That's really fun. Right. <laughs> I love it when people talk shit. It's like, bro, what are you doing, dude? Exactly. What the hell? Is this the first time you ever done a chest press before, bro? Like, what is this? <laughs> exactly. Talking bad shit. I like it. That'd be exactly. fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, bro. And I feel like that's a thing that like all entrepreneurs have. Like I have it for sure. Like I got a business coach and I constantly talk to him about like how we're always super hard on ourselves, right? Like constantly like, yo, we got this big deal, but like, God damn, we got to get more, bro. We got to get, we got to like keep pushing. It's like also got to remember to take a moment and be like, damn, look at what I've accomplished. Let exactly. me just take a moment and be like, this is freaking crazy. Like, what I've done, what I've been able to do. Um, yep. So, and I already know you're killing it. So hundred percent, I want to give kudos to you just for that. Um, okay. Football, biology and video games. And then you were saying your realtor friend you played video games with or was roommates with? Got we you we were roommates, right? So we, we all played football on the same team at one point and mm-hmm. we all moved into a house together, right? It was a big, four bedroom house that we lived in and um we just not not really house hacking but we just rented out together rent the rooms out um so he was constantly working real estate stuff and i mean i wasn't that interested in it until um like i was always interested but not like interested to the point where where i wanted to learn every single part of it and and actually be in the business right but um, it, it came to a point where, so my mom, remember, she lives out here in Arizona. I'm originally from Pennsylvania, right? So um, I'm still on the East Coast. She's on the West Coast. And she has a property that she, that I grew up in, the house I grew up in, honestly, um, she was renting it out to somebody. And that person ended up being on the, he ended up getting on the run. He was on the run from the cops. Like it was a crazy yeah. situation. Um, she still had a mortgage on that property and he stopped paying her rent, right? So she couldn't afford to to uh to make the payments right she she wasn't in like pre-foreclosure or anything like that she was keeping up the payments on herself herself but it was like to get into a point where she's like i can't keep doing this right so i'm like dang let me let me figure out what i can do right so this is before you're in real estate this is before i'm in real estate i know i know a little bit i know what wholesaling is but i don't really know that much about it right um like I couldn't like explain what a wholesale deal was, but I just knew what it was. Um, right. So I, uh, me and my, the boy who I was living with, we ended up trying to buy the house. Um, we were trying to do some, something weird where it wasn't really weird, but we were trying to get somebody else to qualify for the loan for us. Oh, interesting. Um, and then he was going to partner with us. He was going to partner with us on the deal and then we were going to own it and make it a rental. Um, but me and this guy ended up having a falling out, right? Like in the middle of the deal, um, he tried to like, he tried to like sell the deal without me and stuff. And I'm like, it's my mom's house, bro. Like, why would she ever? Sell yeah. Like, what are you trying to do? Like, 
right? So um, I'm like, okay, I'll just figure this out myself, right? So I start, I just get on YouTube and bro, I start, I just become addicted, bro. Like I'm <laughs> watching video after video. What What do you think caused that? Like, why do you think all, like you watched one video of somebody? Who do you, who was it? What do you think? The, well, do you remember was, the first video? It was, it was Max Maxwell. I, yeah, I, I had a feeling my first one was also Max Maxwell. Yeah. But like, why, what about it? Like, why do you get addicted all of a sudden? Well, I got, I got addicted because this is what I had to do, right? Like mm. my mom was depending on me and I told her I could do something. So now I got to, I got to figure it out. All right. I got to do it. Um, <clears throat> And that, that became, that becomes like, as I tell my story, like that becomes like a constant like message in my story. It's like, you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out or some some bad is gonna happen, right? right. I don't but you gotta figure this out, right? So um, I figured it out. I I'm, so what I was doing was I'm I'm watching the video. I'm like, okay, this is what I do next. I went and did it, right? And I cut ran into another problem. Go back to the video. Okay, this is what I do. Went back and did it, right? So it's like like I'm not the type to sit there and like watch every single video then take action. I take the action. And then I, I figured out, like, I'll do it at the same time. Like, I still haven't gone through all of uh, the the trainings and stuff, too. Like, because I should. <laughs> yeah, the modules. I, I still Ace, for some reason, is like, yo, don't even watch the modules. I'm like, yeah. all right, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, I still haven't, bro. That's um, funny. I'm, I'm the type of person who always watches modules. Right. I'm like, that's just personally. I'm like, I go back to it. But right. Oh, y'all are crazy. Just doing it <laughs> without the it's modules. Dope. Sounds it's good. Dope. But but the reason why I was able to do that is because I, I was able to to connect with some people who are doing the business at a high level. And whenever I had a question, I just asked them. Right. And that's what's so right. important about sub two, which is really cool um, about the community. Um, Talk about that for a second. Talk about the importance of like being connected to higher level people. Talk about the importance of it and then talk about what maybe maybe to somebody who isn't in sub two or can't afford it yet. Like what your suggestions would be of like how to connect with higher level people, bro. In general, it's super important. Like I tell everybody who is new to go work for somebody, right? Right. Go work for somebody else and figure out what they're doing, and if it's working, duplicate it. <laughs> right. Keep it. Right. Keep if it doesn't work, figure out what works. Right. So it's super important to to be connected with high level people because they've been through it already. Right. They've been through all the struggles. They they know it's like it's like like let's bring it back to playing a video game. Right. It's like when you when you die. Right. Say you're doing like a like a mission. Right. And you die and you start over. You already know this guy who just killed you is right here behind this door. Right. right. So you're going to do something else. Right. So it's like it's like somebody who doesn't know that it's like they're just watching you play the game. Right. And they can ask mm-hmm. you questions. They, they have a cheat code pretty much. Right. It's like they have you right there saying, hey, don't go behind this door because the boogeyman is right there. Click this door. And that's where the where the prize is at. Right. So I look at it like that. I think it's it's a hack, bro. It's, that's what I use. My my podcast is to get people on who are doing better than me, who are doing way higher level stuff so I can learn from them. Right. I can ask them I love it. learn from them. What's right. your podcast, bro? Let's plug it real quick. Uh, if you just search me on YouTube, it's, it's Daryl Ellison. Um, I do a podcast every Saturday with with Mike Gomes. Uh, it's called Wholesale Hard Knocks. Um, we actually have I saw you had Sam Singh on here. We have him this weekend, mm-hmm. and then we have uh, Matt Beard next weekend. Oh we yeah, have Rich uh, last weekend. So um, 
Yeah, it's it's awesome. Just search me on Instagram, Matt Daryl is Daryl Ellison. And you, I mean, and you really look him up. Yeah, he's dope. He's got some dope stuff going on. I yeah. like it. For sure. Yeah. So keep going. So okay, it's amazing because you need to connect. So how does one connect with higher level people? Like, let's say there's a wholesaler or just a real estate investor who's like, man, I really connect with this Daryl guy. How do I? How do I make him in my network? Provide value, right? You see what that person needs in their business. You don't ask them how can I provide value, right? You you see what they what they're lacking and you bring it to them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like me personally, and I can I'll, I'll tell people what I need. I need I need leads, right? I need more leads, or I need people on my team who are going to sit here and make calls all day, right? Like that that's what provides value to me right now. Like my my acquisitions business, um, I'm, I'm still working on like really streamlining streamlining that, right? Um, and just be, you have to be consistent, right? You got to be extremely consistent and you got to follow up, right? Like people who are at a, at a higher level, um, and I'm not saying me at all because I don't really look at myself like that yet, but there's people at a higher level who are, they're busy, they're freaking busy, right? So if somebody doesn't get back to you, it's not on, it's not, most of the time it's not on purpose, right? It's because they're busy and they forgot, right? So you may have to follow up. You may have to bite the bullet and follow up and double text, triple text sometimes, right? Like that's my number one acquisitions person right now. He's on my team because he was super annoying. Like he would just be <laughs> annoying, bro. He would bring me, he'd bring me problems and just hit me up every single day, every single day. And I'm like, yo, just come here. <laughs> like just come here and I'll teach you. I'll teach you personally. Like, let's go. And that that's how it works, right? Um, but I think just bringing bringing value to somebody, bringing value to somebody, um, yeah, for sure. I like that. I like that, and it's so true. Like for me, like it's so hard when uh, when like it's um, it's like very hard to like figure out because like that's the thing is like people always ask first, like what um, they always like ask first, like what exactly. do I want, right? I'm going to put Mike's Mike's watching. He's a yeah. good friend of ours. He was the guy who we were just talking about. They got a podcast together. Yep. Pretty dope stuff. Um, but yeah, man, like, I mean, I totally agree. I mean, for me, it is definitely the people that annoy me. It's people that annoy me and are actually bringing me stuff that I want. Yeah. Right. Like I got a guy, his name's Angelo, amazing guy. And he's just constantly sending me properties in the Bay Area. And we've JV'd. We've probably done like four deals together. And I'm like, yes. man, you are on it. Like you yeah. are absolutely on it. I'm loving it. Um, like it's, I think we need to clarify though, bro. Like, don't be annoying. Like, just saying hi, hi. Like, don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to be like bringing deals or like making stuff happen. Of exactly. Course. I mean, like, yeah, you got to bring. Like, it's stuff. like I've gotten to the point personally because people keep asking me about agents. I'm like, dude, like I can't get on a phone call every single day. Yep. Teaching you about agents. I'm actually doing this. This is something I was gonna a- a- advertise eventually in the sub two group, I'm doing an agent course for people. Nice. So that's, that's awesome. how I'm going to do it. I'm like, dude, just come on the zoom. I'm going to answer yeah, everything. Yeah. Like, anyways, I'm getting distracted. Uh, your podcast is about connecting with higher level people. You join. Okay. Real estate. I'm going to get back to your story. So you found out about real estate. You're selling your mom's house. You look up a video on Max Maxwell. Yes. And then keep going. Look up a video on Max Maxwell. So I'm like, okay. I have a contract, right? I have a contract with my mom. Um, so I, I got it 
I, bro, I did this completely wrong. Like the, my first deal, <laughs> it got to the point where I didn't even want to count this as my first deal. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, like I started counting my second deal as my first deal, but then I'm like, I love it. nah, like I, I had to have a talk with myself. I'm like, nah, that's, that's, I did my first deal. I made some money on it, but I would, you know, for the longest, I'm like, I wasn't counting it. Right. Mm. So, um, what I did was I got my mom under contract, made a post in Facebook, uh, in a Facebook group, bro, sold the deal in like an hour, like an hour after. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and you know, when you sell it that fast, it's either a really good deal or you like, it's really low, right? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a really good deal for somebody else. Right? I got you. Else, right. And my mom, she made, she made a, a, she made, I think she made the fair, the fair amount of money that she would, that she should have, that she got. But I think if I would have done, uh, if I would have known what I know now, she would have still been making money on this property. Yeah. Right? But it's it's all a learning lesson, right? So what I did, lesson, bro. Yeah, I posted it in the Facebook group. This realtor hit me up and she's like, I can help you out, right? I'm like, all right, cool. So we ended up getting, she's like, I have a buyer for you, blah, blah, blah. We ended up getting under contract with the buyer. We use her contract. We use her title company because I have no clue what the heck I'm doing. I'm like, here, just send it to my mom. Cool. Just make sure I'm on there somewhere. Right. And I signed nothing. My mom signed a whole, what she signed was a whole new purchase contract with the realtor. And then oh. she signed, yeah, and then she sold it to the, to the, uh, to the wholesaler pretty much. Um, I still got paid, but it was because it was my mom. Right. And, right. She me and she's like, okay, well, this is what we'll give you something here. But that was, that was my first deal. Right. And I'm, I'm like, huh, I did that pretty fast. Right? I'm pretty good at this. I might as well keep going. <laughs> right. So I'm like, cool. <laughs> so I used the money that I so all right. So I told you I had a fallen out with my with my roommate. Right. So I skipped a huge part of this. Right. We had a fallen out. I moved out. So I'm living with with a couple friends right now. Uh I'm pretty much homeless. Right. This is in Maryland. This is in Maryland. Right. So like I'm I straight moved out. I found a first friend who would who would let me stay with them for a little while. I said two months max. Right. So I'm living a, on an air mattress in my boy's living room. Um, and mind you, the air mattress had a hole in it. So <laughs> that's not then you're just sleeping on the floor. What do you mean the air right, mattress exactly. had a hole in it? Right. It had like a little tiny hole in it, but like <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't big enough to where like I was just right on the ground. I would I wouldn't be on the ground to like the middle of the night. So I got like, so like you're you're pretty big, dude. Like, how tall are you? I'm like six foot. Yeah, like six yeah. foot, and like, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, that thing that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy, bro. It was crazy. So, like, I'm living on the air mattress, right? It, that thing is slowly losing air. Like, I had a bunch of tape on it, glue, like I couldn't do anything to keep it <laughs> to keep it up, right? So middle of the night, every night I wake up, my back touching the ground, right? So <clears throat> this whole time, again, I'm like, it wasn't just the fact that I had to do it for my mom, right? I had to do it for myself too. Yeah. <laughs> like if I don't, I told these guys I'm going to be here for two months, right? And nothing happened, right? So I'm there, two months comes. I ended up selling the property, right? I got some money for it, but I, I left the middle of my, the left out the lease, like in the middle of the lease, right? But I talked to, to my old landlord. How much money did you get on that first deal? Uh, I got about 6000 on the first okay. deal. That's a, that's survival money. Yeah, for sure. But I owed I owed my old landlord about four thousand, five thousand dollars because I had to pay him for the rest of the lease. Like I had to buy right. out of it. So pretty much all that money went straight to him. Mm -hmm. Right. 
So I bought That's myself that. off the lease. Um, and now by now it's my two months is up. Right. So I asked my guys, I'm like, look, if I start paying you some rent, like, can you guys help me out here for another couple months? They're like, all right, cool. So I'm, I'm there. I still have my job. Right. But now at this point, I, I had just enough money to buy myself a list and skip trace a list. Right. So I did that. I bought a list of like, uh, like 1500 records. Um, and I, I, it was like, it was like crazy how detailed it was. It was like 70%, uh, 70% equ equity owned for over 10 years, uh, non-absentee owner. It was like a whole bunch of stuff. Like it was okay. crazy. And I, I got, I got a lot of deals on that list. I got probably got like five deals on that list. On wow. Well, you have five deals on that list, bro. Yeah. It was crazy. That's crazy. It was That's crazy. Really good. Especially if you're new. Yeah. Well, it took, I, I called that list for a year. Okay, gotcha. Well, I continue to cycle through 15, it. Fifteen like, thousand is actually a freak ton of leads. No, no, fifteen hundred, bro. It's fifteen hundred. Oh, yeah, I spent a thousand bucks. It's not like a thousand bucks. Wait a minute, did you just call the numbers over and over and over again? Yeah, that's what you yeah, must have done. If you were calling it for a year, we had other lists at the time, like throughout the year, but I had that list in in the cycle like the whole time. So yeah. hold on. So talk to me a little bit because that's like a huge difference, right? Like, I, like yeah. I remember when my when how I felt with my first deal. I made like 10k, and I felt like I was just, I had just been blessed by Jesus Christ Himself. Damn, yeah. you know, I'm not Christian, but like literally, just I was just over the moon. And I didn't, I wasn't in that situation. I was living with my parents. Right. I'm 27, so I was 25 when I got my first deal. Okay, so it's I. But I, I was living with my parents and I remember being like, God damn, this like works. I yeah. the most money I had ever made in like a year was like something like five thousand dollars. But I mean, you were with your you were like basically homeless. You're sleeping on an air mattress that has a hole in it, which is hilarious. Right. <laughs> That's not an air like it's funny because it's like at least it's a small hole. But how did that feel? How did that like it feel like going Man. from that to getting deals? It was insane, bro. Um, because the first deal, it didn't. I didn't just keep getting deals, right? Like I, I had to wait some more time. So I still spent time on that air mattress, even though I, I had the money to. I didn't even have that much money. I probably, like I said, I probably had like a thousand bucks left, and I decided to spend all that on the list, right? So I really couldn't even enjoy that money. It was like mm -hmm. I needed it, right? Because I had to dig myself out of this hole, right? So I, I dug myself out the hole paid for that and i'm like okay now it's time to work <laughs> now it's time to to really work because now i have actual leads now like i have a, i have an actual list so in my head i'm like oh this is about to be easy now right so i had money to pay for a list but I did not have money to pay for a dollar right so i'm sitting here hand dialing this list God bro. Damn, dude. for the first for the first month i would say month and a half i'm hand dialing this list bro like actually it, it was probably about a month because I saved up enough money from my job to to start to pay for a dollar. Um, what job did you have while you were doing that? This is when I was working at the lab. That's when I was working at the lab. Yeah. So um, I'm working. Hold on one second. Sorry. I let my dog out. But uh, um, yeah. So I'm I'm working at the at the lab right now. Um, and I saved up enough money to get a dollar, right? So what I was doing was I was, I'm hand dialing these every single day. I don't have a CRM, right? I'm using the Brent Daniel style. I had two notebooks, right? So I'm just writing everything in my notebook, um, like my follow-ups and everything. 
right? But I'm calling every single day consistently, bro. Waking up, like, and I, this is the time. Remember I said I was addicted to video games. I had to start putting the games away and start really changing my mindset to, like, now a growth mindset. Now I'm extremely curious. Now I'm trying to learn as much as I can. And now I have to, right, because I have no other options at this point. All right, so I'm waking up early every day, hand dialing, going after it, going after it. Um, and I don't know if anybody on here knows like how annoying hand dialing is because it's crazy. Like when you're skip, when you're when you have a dialer and you're cold calling on a regular basis, like that thing is just ringing and ringing and ringing. You don't really need to do much work because if somebody answers, it just goes on to the next lead, right? When you're doing this and you're hand dialing, you literally have to type it in, type the number in, call. Oh, this number doesn't work. Okay, let me call this next number for this person. Oh, this one doesn't work. You get to the fifth number, and that one may work, right? And it may not work. <laughs> you just call it. You don't know if it didn't work or you called all the numbers, dude. I'm like, going, you going through everything, bro. I still really don't know what I'm doing, right? So I don't know to that the the top two or three numbers are most likely going to be the right ones, right? So I'm I'm not knowing just to take those ones. I'm taking all of them, bro, and I'm just calling, right? So it's just by any means, I got to make it happen. Um, I ended up getting another two leads, right? I had a bunch of leads, but I had two that are like really, really promising, right? I ended up getting one under contract one week. Then the next week after got the other one under contract, right? This is like, I would say probably about another two, two months, two and a half months into to me living with these guys. Um, and mind you, I, so also I have dogs, right? I had two dogs at the time. I had, I was pissed. I had to give one of my dogs away because like, yeah, it was, it was sad because I couldn't live. These guys couldn't even have a dog at all. So um, like I had one dog who she had like separation anxiety and she would like always cry and bark and scratch at the walls and stuff. She was messing up their house. So um, I had to give her away. Uh, luckily I got to keep my other one. He's like, he was really chilling and just that's sleeping. Sad. How did that feel? I mean, that's rough. It sucked, bro. It sucked. But I, I had to make the decision, right? I had to, again, I had to, do something I had to figure something out or I would be on the streets right so right. Like, I found a, a, a good home for her um it helped me come to the decision a little a little better I talked to my friend who was like a he's a dog breeder and he told me he's like bro you're gonna you're gonna be sad first couple of days but you gotta do what you gotta do and you, she's, yeah. she's gonna be happy right she's in a nice place where she can live like she'll be good all right so um it is, it is what it is right but um yeah, so I'm living with them. It's about two or three months in. I have a bunch of, I have two leads that are actually under contract now. And now I'm just waiting for them to close, right? I, I'm not just waiting for them to close. I'm looking for buyers now. And that's a tough thing when you're working on your, working for yourself because you have to literally wear every hat, right? So I get a deal under contract, then I need to find a buyer. That slows me down from cold calling because I'm trying to find buyers now, right? But um, ended up getting a buyer for one. Now we're just waiting to close. I still need to get a buyer for another one, um, but the closing dates for those are scheduled for two weeks apart. All right, well, actually a week a week away from each. From How much are you gonna make on the first one? Or... I had no clue. I had no clue at the time. You didn't know? How did you not know I, what you were gonna make I, on it? I didn't know. No, when I oh I had this buyer. Yeah, I had this buyer. I made I made twelve thousand on this one. I mean I that's 12, pretty 000. sick. Still, even like I mean that. How long did that take you? That took me about another two months. That's still pretty freaking impressive, bro. Yeah. Like that's yeah. pretty good. Like, do you feel like, like that? That is incredibly quick. Yeah. Like for most people. Like I, I, 
I started doing, I started, I now do agents, but I used to do direct to seller and I used to, I used to cold call too. I had a dialer and all of that, but yeah. what, what do you think made that difference? The fact that I, I really, I really don't know, bro. I, I think I was just making a lot of calls at the time. So like, so what I was doing was this is when I got the dialer and I was still working. Right. Mm -hmm. So this now I'm, I'm calling every day on the dialer and then I'm going to work and I'm text blasting all day. Right. So I wasn't just stopping at three hours of calls. I'm going to work and I'm text blasting all day. And then I'm going to the bathroom like 10 times a day at work. And I'm really just making calls. Right. Making follow up calls. So I was extremely dedicated, bro. And you I was hungry, bro. That's the answer hungry. that I was like, yeah. had, like you're on a you're on an air mattress yeah. that has a hole in it. Yeah. <laughs> your dog is like fucking up your friend's house. <laughs> you yeah. have like you got like if you you made 6k on the other one, you that means you had 2k left over. If you have 2k to your name and then whatever you're making from your job. Yeah. Like it's because you were hungry. That's the answer. Like that's you, the exact answer, bro. That's hungry. something that I've like learned is like like the people who become successful, like it is discipline, it's consistency and all of that. But I, I've had this saying that I've been like trying to, I'm not trademark. Somebody's probably said this, but it's always, it's always putting like a devil behind you. It's yeah. either an, it's either a carrot in front of you or like a devil behind you that really like gets you freaking going. And at least yeah. then you definitely had a devil behind you, bro. And that's, and that's what I, what I always like, that's what I still, I still do that to this day, but I do it purposefully now. Right. right? So like I was, I was talking to, I talk about Keston a lot because he's my he's my high performance coach. Um, so like we we have these conversations a lot, and like I realize like now. Wait, who? Who is this? Uh, Keston, Glasgow. Yeah, Keston Glasgow. Um, mm -hmm. does, like the mindset stuff and on Tuesdays on the Daily Dial. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so what I, I I realize like what I do now is I I put myself in those uncomfortable positions on purpose now. Because now it's like I got to make it happen. Like I'm constantly reminding right. myself I have to make it happen. That's why I'm living in an RV right now, right? Because right. like I, I don't want to stay comfortable, right? right? Um, but bro, it gets worse. It gets worse, honestly. Okay, well let's keep going. Let's keep hearing yeah. the story. So these, that so sounds these, pretty bad, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it gets worse. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. So um, I'm under contract with one. Still looking for a buy for another one. I'm honestly thinking because it's getting close, right? I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about like uh, canceling this contract. And this is when I was in the mindset. I'm still fresh, right? I'm in the mindset of like, I don't want to JV with nobody because I don't want to give up half of this deal. Like you only brought up this. This is literally how I'm thinking, right? I'm like, you only brought a buyer. I did the hard work. I got a, right. I got a contract, right? I don't think you deserve 50%. I can give you 20% for finding the buyer, right? I was greedy. Um, and it's funny now because now I'm totally opposite, right? Please find me a buyer i'll happily yeah. give you 50 percent, right um so i had this lady she's like yeah i have a buyer for you for this other one but she wanted a higher fee right so i'm like eh, i'll figure it out on my own um <clears throat> so a couple of days go by i'm working at a covid lab i end up getting covid right? oh, no. <laughs> and mind you i'm living in this living room right this with a bunch of what year people. was this this was this was 20 2021 like 2020 going into 2021 that's still well, like pretty peak covid -y. yeah yeah it was it was, that was, it was. like still pre-vaccine and all that yeah. so people were still freaking out exactly exactly um <clears throat> and a, uh 
What was I gonna say? So yeah, you get COVID. I got COVID. Um, so my guys, I told them, and they're like, "Yo, like, get out! You, know, but <laughs> you gotta get go! Fuck right? out of my house! <laughs> you gotta go!" Right? So I'm like, "Dang, what do I do?" Um, right. Like I tell my dad, my dad lives in Pennsylvania still. I really don't have any family in Maryland, and the family that I do have, they're older. So like, if I have COVID, they're not gonna just let me. Right. Go, especially with my dog. Right. So my dad's like, just come home. I'm like, no, not coming home. Right. I feel like I don't, I don't like going backwards. I don't like going backwards. And that's really just a pride thing, honestly. And where I'm from, um, it's bro. It's literally like, it's just, it's a, it's a shithole, bro. Get into that. Get in, get into the, because like, that's an interesting thing that I really like getting into is things like that. Like, that is something that I feel like I have too a little bit of like the pride yeah. of like um I I would like how I have it is like I remember like I would not like I paid for rent when I was living here with my dad even if I didn't have that much money and it wasn't like full yeah. rent like I made sure I was doing my keep but um talk about a little bit about that for a second like right where do you so, think that might have come from do you think there was something in like childhood that had that or what do, where do you I, think that came from yeah no that's a that's a good question so Honestly, bro, I've been I've been living away from home since I was about like 17. Like as soon as mm-hmm. I graduated high school, high school, I graduated high school young at 17. Um, I'm not young, but younger. Usually people are like around like 18. But um, I graduated high school at 17 and I've been out of the state since then, living on my own since then. So it's like I I wanted to be able to figure it out myself um, and I didn't want to go home because Back home, it's like it's crabs in a barrel, bro. It's really easy to get to get brainwashed out there. And I would I seen myself going home and not leaving. Explain. What do you mean? Why would you not leave? There is just so much, bro. Like so much. I was I was in a state where I was still getting my mindset right. Right. Like you have to in order to 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 move on, you know, you have to unlearn a lot of the things that you learned your whole life, right? Mm. So I'm still training myself, right? I'm still training myself on discipline, on my mindset, um, just trying to think differently, right? Like when I was at the, <clears throat> when I was at the the townhouse with my friend living on, on, the, on the air mattress, they they would party. They would have parties a lot at the house, and that's that's another thing, right? Like I'm I'm like I'm in this in this space right now where that's not what I'm what I'm looking to do right now. I'm looking to to move forward. I'm looking to elevate. So I'm trying to do things differently than what everybody else is doing. So when they were having parties, I would go to my car or go take my dog for a really long mm-hmm. walk. And I would sit there and I would like listen to audiobooks and podcasts, read books, um, do stuff like that. Right. And if I went back home, it would have been a lot. I would have to say no a lot, a lot more. And it's a lot easier to me to say no to people that I've just met these past couple of years than it was to say no to like my friends and my family that I've known my whole life. I got you. At that point in my life, right? Like now it's like, I'll say no to anybody. But back then when I'm still like fresh, I seen myself really falling back and and falling back into that trap and just- What was the trap? Like, I want to know, like I'm trying to get really deep into like where you came from. Like, I want to know a little bit. So like, what- like, what was the trap? Like, what do you think? Let's say, let's say you did go back home. Let's say you had COVID. You're, mm-hmm. you're like, I right, screw it. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to go back with my dad. Like, what yeah. were you afraid of? What would happen? Like, specifically, um, like what? No, just, just 
being in the wrong honestly because I've, I've never been one like my so i grew up in in reading pennsylvania it's like an hour away from philly um and it's it's a pretty bad place like I, i've always lived in like like my mom lived in the middle of the city my dad lived in like the suburbs but it, the suburbs is really kind it wasn't that much of a suburbs it was still kind of shitty out there too yeah um, so it's a lot like all my friends now that all my friends from high school they freaking most of them sell drugs or a right. lot of them passed away um and a lot of them are just doing things that don't align with me right, right. And i've never been one to to be a part of that crowd but they were always my friends right, right. that makes sense like i wasn't i wasn't doing what they were doing but i was around right right so it's still I, your environment exactly so my environment was 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 just different bro and i felt like i wouldn't be able to to really lock in like i was able to in in maryland um and where i was at just on my own yeah i get it you would be sucked into like just hang out with these people who hang out in high school selling drugs when you say pass away i'm assuming you mean maybe from like violence and stuff exactly. like that like people yeah. shooting each other and like yeah was, and like um you know i get it like you like it's it's hard to resist if you're around it, like the urge to go back to wherever you are. Yeah. Right. Like even me, like I have a roommate or I had a roommate. And even while I was doing this, like it would be really hard to like resist partying. Like I probably party like once a month now just because, yeah. but still like it was really hard to resist like my old friends and like going back to that. Yeah. And I get it. Like it's, it, it is necessary to separate yourself from that environment yeah, um, and that was people, smart and that was smart even though you had COVID that you knew you needed to do that so yeah, people, people you for that really think, no thank you bro i appreciate that and people really think differently out there they think way smaller right like right i don't know i i feel like i, I recommend everybody leaves their leaves their hometown at one point um because it's weird like it's like if you don't grow up there you'll meet people who are like, cause you have a chance to meet new people. Right. So you'll meet people who you're, who you attract. Right. And you are, your vibe attract, attracts your tribe. Like our mentor right. always says, right. So if your vibe is different, you're going to attract different people than what you've usually attracted before. Right. So I would say like back home, it's really tough. Like I told one of my, one of my cousins one time, um, this was recently. Um, cause when I do go back home, I only hang out with them. Right. I don't really go, hang out and stuff like that like they like now i'm at a point where i could tell them no right like last time i was there they're like yo let's go out to this club i'm like no i'm good all right you can go but i'm good right um they ended up chilling with me hanging out with me right but um like i told one of them i'm like yo like i want to be on stages i see myself on stages really inspiring people motivating people telling my story and he laughed right he's like oh you want to be right right and that's like exactly and like back home that's that shit is so toxic bro yeah that's like that is the one easiest way to become a failure is like letting that infect your brain exactly exactly and at that point in my life i I don't think my mindset was as strong as it is now. it wasn't as strong as it is now um and i think it would have been easy for me to get like sucked in so i told my dad i'm like nah like i'm not moving home i'm gonna figure this out even if i gotta live in my car i'm gonna figure it out right um, so I, my guys, they're like, yeah, you got to go. I'm like, all right, just give me like a, a week or two. Uh, I'm like, can you watch, can you at least just watch my dog? Right. If you go watch my dog for like a week or two, I'll come back and get him or I'll have somebody come pick him up. Um, 
I just need to be, be able to find something for myself. Because if I can't, I'm not gonna be able to find something. If I have COVID and a big ass dog, like nobody's gonna want to <laughs> want to take me in, right? Like, I don't have a, like a little. Right. Dog. I have a a 50 pound pit bull. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a big boy like, dog too. Exactly, exactly. So he's not like a he was a like a smaller puppy at the time, but he's still a big dog. Still a big dog, yeah. Yeah. So, um, luckily, bro, and this was just God. I found a, um, I had found uh, it was a hotel that would take on COVID patients at the time. Right? Oh, interesting. It was crazy. I've never heard anything about it, but I just looked it up and it's like somebody recommended it to me and I looked it up and they're like, they're like yeah, we have limited availability. I'm like, well, I need, I need to be picked up like now. <laughs> like, and they, they're like, okay, we made it happen. They came and got me. Um, and then they took me out there. Right. They said, just pack some clothes for like a week or two. They said two weeks, pack some clothes um we'll have everything else right bro when i tell you this was when i got there this was straight out of a horror scene like it was crazy bro. like the whole oh, no. it, was, it was crazy so i don't know have you ever been to baltimore uh yeah actually I, i've been there before i went there once like three or so years ago do you remember like which is what the city looked like like was it like a really nice city or was it like pretty shitty <laughs> yeah, it was okay i i i mean i stayed in like kind of the touristy area and i was only okay. to be real i was only there for like half a day i was really right. in dc and then right. I, we took the train there and hang out there for half a day but okay. i've heard it's shitty it's i've heard great. it's not right. great yeah. so like the hotel was in a it was in kind of the touristy area but it was like on the border of like right it was crazy all right so i'm i'm there they took first of all they took me in through like this back entrance right <laughs> And we get there, everybody has on these like full suits, like with the gloves and like the oh like, damn hazmat, hazmat suits. Yeah, the hazmat suits, right? So okay, we get on this service elevator, go up to the very top floor, and I get up there, bro. No lie, bro. Like this seems like like this seems like a crazy story, but this is the god honest truth, bro. I get up there, and half of the lights are like flickering on and off, bro. You have, oh, you have like nurses posted up at every corner. I don't even know if they were nurses, but they had the full hazmat suits on and they're posted at every corner and staring at you. Like they don't even say hi. Like I'm, I'm saying hi and they're just, they're just looking at me. You're like a zombie patient or something. Bro, that's exactly what it felt like, bro. Damn. But I, I'm just grateful. I'm like, okay, I don't know what the hell I'm getting into, but I'm happy that I'm here. <laughs> like, I'm happy that I have somewhere to go. Right. And, it was actually, it was a, a blessing, bro. Like, they brought me food. They brought me three meals a day. I was feeling terrible. Like, I was feeling so bad. They brought me two two meals a day. Um, and I'm just like, I just need to be here long enough until these deals close, right? Because <laughs> I have two deals that are at ESCO right now. And I have one. I'm like, I, I called I called the, the one girl who I need to buy her for still. Hold on. Like, I just want to really say real quick, that's amazing you just said that's a blessing. That sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah. I guess it's a blessing in the sense that if you didn't, then you'd just be screwed. But exactly. but that's so crazy. Like, I, I just appreciate, I want to take a moment to appreciate the fact that, like, you understood so well that, like, even going back home with, like, your parents where, like, that environment was worse than, like, being almost treated like a zombie by yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's, like, such a, that's a high level of understanding of, like, what you need to get done. So... Bro, it's, and it's, it's crazy because I had no clue what was waiting for me. Like, I right. had no clue what was going to happen once I got out of that that hotel. 
I didn't know if my friends were going to let me back in. I didn't know if I was going to be able to have the money for another apartment. I had no clue what to do, bro. I'd packed all my stuff out of their house and it's just sitting in my car at this point. Right. I couldn't even drive my car to the hotel. It had to stay in the parking lot at, at their house. Right. So I, I have a bag of clothes and I'm just like, just here for the ride. Right. right. And um, <clears throat> it's crazy. So I, I'm, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, the one deal is good, right? We're just waiting on the closing date. That's going to happen this week. I'm just praying we have no setbacks. We had a couple setbacks before, and I'm just praying that this is this is going to be where we need to be at, right? So that deal ends up closing, right? I'm like, cool. So one deal, and it closed like the it closed the second week I was in there, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. I, I got my real, I had a realtor friend out there. I'm like, can you please help me find an apartment fast? And he ended up finding one like the end of the week, bro. And this, yo, no lie, bro. Like, this is really crazy how this was. And this was nothing but God, right? I had another one that it was set to close for a couple days before before I got out of there, but I still don't have a buyer. So I, I called this, I called the girl who told me at first that she may have a buyer, and I, I kind of brushed her off. I'm like, look, if if you have a buyer, I'm down with going 50-50. She's like, cool. Um, I got you. Right. I'm like, all right, cool. And when she did actually, so I'm sorry, this is what happened. I, I hit her up a week before the week before. And I had told her she's she's like, OK, just get an extension, get an extension for for like a couple weeks just in case. But I think I got you. I'm like, all right, I got an extension from the seller because I remember having that conversation with him vividly in the in the hotel. I, mind you, I'm freaking dying, bro. Still making yeah. calls on my deathbed. And I, I yeah, you're still on the full throngs of COVID. Make yeah. it happen. Yeah. Crazy, it happen. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> so he ends up signing an extension, right? Now, literally a couple days before we get out of before I get out of there, bro, it closes, right? Oh, yeah. Boom. So it made 8000 on that one. Um, So we made 16000 total. I got 8000 and I made twelve on the first one the week before. And so twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars, bro. Bro, Most that is like, not chum change when you're dealing with that type of stuff. Like you're bro, like, oh damn, dude. I got like, like, moving with stuff. Bro, I'm like, I'm good. Like I I'm not in trouble anymore, bro. Like I'm I love straight, it. Right. So uh I still need to, I still need a place to go though. Right. So like I had a girlfriend at the time, um where she was basically living with me at my last house. Um, but she, she had her mom and stuff. She was, so she was staying with her mom and I'm like, dang, I still really don't know where I'm going. Right. Like I have this guy looking for properties for me. My credit sucks. Like my credit was terrible at this time. So he ends up finding a, a house for me, an apartment for me. And I'm like, bro, I don't need to see it. Nothing. I see pictures, right. I'm good. <laughs> like I'm straight. Just let me know what, what he says I need to pay and I'm gonna pay it. Right. Like I got this money. Like I'm feeling invincible at this point. Um, I told him my credit sucks. He's like, oh man, you have somebody who, who can go on as a, as like a, like a, uh, co-founder pretty much. And I'm like, yeah, my girlfriend got some good credit. So we use her. I don't know why though, because this guy still asked me, no lie. He asked me for three security deposits and first month's rent and first and last month's rent. So I pretty much paid. Where was this? Maryland? This is in Maryland. He did it because my credit sucked. Right. Yeah. In California, so, that's illegal, but yeah, know. he, he, I don't know what he did, bro. I don't know. What, I don't know if it was legal or not. But he's like, <laughs> he's like, yo, you gotta pay. He's like, in order for me to to let you in, where is this? Like, this is Baltimore. No, I, I lived in Laurel, so this is thirty minutes from DC, thirty minutes from Baltimore. Why there? 
just because it was in the middle of everything. And I went to school in a place called Bowie, and Laurel was like 10 minutes away from Bowie. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm there, and honestly, bro, I'm like, yo, I'm going to just pay it. Like, I don't care at this point. Like, I need somewhere to go. I don't care how much you're asking here. Wired in the money. I sent them like some on Cash App, some on Zelle. Um, like I, I broke it all up and sent it all to them. I'm like, I need a place to go. Um, and that that was that, bro. I, I moved out like a couple days later and went straight there. Went straight there. Bought a new air mattress and <laughs> was living on that. Bought a new air mattress. No hole this time, so we're moving right. up, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it, it was awesome, bro. And it, yeah, that, dude. That so then and so right then, um, I'm like, yo, this is. Can this I? Is I'm insane. gonna back up for a second. Yeah. Because I just wanna, I want you to describe the feeling because I can't even imagine. Because I remember, I, I think I, we talked about this five seconds ago, but like I, I remember the feeling of when I got my first deal, and I was like so incredibly grateful. But I wasn't dealing with any of that. Like I was, mm-hmm. what I did was I had like put a bunch of money on credit cards in order to like skip trace stuff, but yeah. I still. I still feel like that, like your story is way more insane. Like, tell me about that. Like, what was that? Fe- what would you describe that feeling? Like, what were you going through your head? It was, it was insane, bro. Like going, going through my head at that time, it was like, I, this is going to work. Mm. Right. I just knew for a fact that this is going to work. And not only was it going to, but it has to. Right. right? So it just has to work. And I was just super grateful, bro. Like gratitude is literally the only thing that I can, I was so happy that like I once I got back to my car, I didn't even care. Like we had like b- by the time of, like when I was there, it was like crazy snowstorms at the time, right? So by the time I got back to my car, oh, no. it was like covered with snow and ice and stuff. And like, bro, I didn't even care. Like I didn't even have the tools to get my stuff out. I literally didn't even care. I was super happy. I just started wiping my car off with my bare hands, bro. I'm like, <laughs> yo, I'm I'm good. Like I I'm I got my place. I'm gonna go chill there. Like. Bro, I'm crazy. Um, but then it was like, okay, now this really works. Now you really, really know this works. Now you need to go hard. Um, and kind of what you were talking about earlier, like I got my first couple deals, first three deals really, really fast, but that right there was a blessing and a curse. Right. And I'll tell you why, because one, I thought this shit was easy. Right. I thought it was easy and it really messed my head up, right? Because I'm like, I really don't need to work as hard. All I need to do is make a couple calls and I can make $20,000 in a couple months, right? So I'm making calls. I'm still working hard, but not as hard as I should be. Right, because you're not as hungry. You're not as desperate as you were before. Exactly. And this was my first time touching some like real money. So um, I had to I had to actually like blow that money for me to start getting back. on <laughs> What you blow it on? I went on. I went on vacation and spent a lot. <laughs> of classic, vacation, classic. Like really <laughs> I spent a lot of money on vacation. Like I got you. I bought like a like like me and my girl went. We we I bought two jet skis. Like two different times. <laughs> like it was. It was Yo, crazy. We're balling now. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, Yo, we're rich. Like get whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but that that was actually a real blessing that I that I blew that money. Um, and I didn't realize that. So I came out to Arizona one time and I was talking to another sub two student telling him the story. And he's like, bro, most people don't touch their real money to their forties and fifties. Right. Aren't you, you should be glad that you got it out your system early. And I'm like, 
that's very true <laughs> like that's right like you got, got at it like understood not to blow your money you mean yeah exactly but the the blessing and the curse like from it happening so fast it was like i didn't get my next deal for like another three or four months um one because i had to build up a whole new pipeline right because i'm super focused on these two deals that i'm not getting any more leads i'm not really right. calling or nothing like that can I, talk, I want to ask you a question real quick going back for a second, because this is like something interesting to me, because I've known like, I mean, different communities have different levels of financial education, right? Like where yeah. you were coming from, it sounds like probably there was like no financial education whatsoever. Like yeah. when I because I mean, I, I'm obviously like grew up in the suburbs, mainly mainly like white people, like yeah. financial education is like something I'm taught like when I was young. So I was curious. It sounds like you you weren't taught anything about that. Well, like probably my, my grandfather he would teach me he would teach me some things okay. um, here and there, but it was never like invest. It's right. always save, right? It's right. Always save, 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 save for a rainy day. Um, right. Like my grandfather, he always talk about like want versus need. Like, do you really want to? Do you really want this? Do you really want to spend money, or do you need this? Right. Only spend money on what you need. Right. And that that was the type of stuff that I that I grew up on. Right? Gotcha. My mom she's really good at saving money. She's gotcha. really good at saving money and, and using what she has. Right. So like that's what I would that's what I would be taught. But I didn't want to live like that. Like I didn't want to just right. hold on to like every single penny. So like me, I would just get money and I would just spend it. Right. <laughs> gotcha. No worries. But um, but yeah, we but it wasn't like really didn't teach it like that like it was like here and there we we learned something but it wasn't like but it wasn't invest it was more like put it in the bank account make sure you got it for just in case shit happens type of exactly. thing exactly. i got you i got exactly. you so okay so keep going on so you blow all your money what happens what's the lesson you learn so i, I blew all my money and i quit my job <laughs> <laughs> I blew all my money and i quit my job right that's the, hilarious the lesson i learned was Okay, now I'm back in this position where I was not where I was just at because like now I'm obviously more comfortable, but now it's like I can be right back to where I just was if I don't grind. Right. So I had a little money saved up and thankfully I had a really cool landlord. Like this guy's actually on my buyers list because I was behind a lot like that that first year because I'm like, yo, this is really easy. I got twenty thousand dollars in my bank. Let me quit my job. Right. I quit my job and I blew half of the money and <laughs> I blew pretty much all the money and the rest of it, like I was living off of it pretty much like eating, sleeping, paying my rent, paying my car. No, everything was from that money and it went fast. Right. So it was a couple months where I was super behind on my rent. Um, and luckily I just had a really cool landlord who just understood. Right. So it just, it taught me that I just need to keep going. Right. Um, and it taught me something about myself as well. Like I, once I feel comfortable, I, I let my foot off the gas. I think that's what everybody, right? Once you feel comfortable, mm -hmm. you put off the gas. And that's why I told myself, like, for the rest of my life, like, I'm going to continue to put myself in uncomfortable situations. I'm going to invest Interesting. Of my money and I'm going to live off of the bare minimum, right? I'm going to do shit, like move across the country on in an RV and really minimize my, my expenses and just, like, really just, like, live live really really light right like so tell really me light. so tell me 
I understand why it's because you realize that when you have this, what I call you have the devil on your back, you get really freaking motivated to work. Yeah. Right. Um, what, um, what does that mean to you? Like, what does that mean now? Like, like, I'm just curious, like you're obviously making deals happen. So like you could upgrade a bit and you could, you could do other things. Like what, what did, what do you mean exactly by, keeping your expenses low or keeping it where you're still hungry like what do you do because what i what i what i really want to do bro and the life that i really want to live i feel me personally i i know that i'm not but i like to i like to think that i'm i'm i need to go a lot further and i need to go a lot a lot harder right like i don't want to feel like i'm like right there, like I, for some reason, like I just want to, I want to feel like I got, I still got some time to go and I need to figure this out. Right. So, <clears throat> and it, it just really helps me not get comfortable. Right. It just really helps me not get comfortable. It's like, okay, bro, you're living in this. And I, I really want to minimize my expenses to use this as like a, a catapult here. Right. Or like, a, cause I'm, this is my first time really like, yes, that 20,000, my first time touching real money, but now like I have like a, an actual system built out and I have a team, right? Like now I'm really just like really fine tuning things so that this next couple years is going to be insane, bro. It's just going to be different. I love it. Right. So I'm, I'm using this, this year to really just like lock in focus, not really worry about too much of this. Like, bro, I don't have a car right now. Right. right. I'm living like super like because and yeah, you need a car in Arizona. Right. But I don't want to. Are you doing What are you doing? Bro, I I work. I work. I work. I go home and I and I work. No, but like, how do you get around? I, I Uber when I have to go. But it's right, like, right. It's like that's what I'm doing, too, by the way. Yeah. Like, but that that's also like, like a blessing for me, because if I had my car, I would be just be hanging out a lot. Right. I just be hanging. It's, it's hard to say no a lot in, in Arizona. Right. Yeah, that's the one uh, thing that I've always I that would be my one issue being in Phoenix is I feel yeah. like there's so many homies there now that it's like all right, but like how much am I like hanging out? Exactly. We can talk about that later. But and but anywho, so not no car, and so like living living like this life where you're like in an RV, you don't have a car, living super simply, you're doing it because you want to still feel hungry. Yeah, right. That's one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons. Okay. I got you. What are the yeah. other reasons? The, like I was saying, like the just like to use this as a catapult here, right? Like okay. so, like really just. What's the plan? Me. I want to hear the plan. So, like, what what's what's the goal right now? So my goal is twenty deals a month consistently, like wholesale. I want to. Oh yeah, that's fucking crazy. Month. I love it. Yeah. Um. Right now, my goal for like for Airbnbs, I want twenty two Airbnbs. Um, and my goal for that. Is that's that's like the first stepping stone, right? Eventually, I want to get into multifamily. I want to cash flow an insane amount of money so I can help an insane amount of people. Um, <clears throat> but like right now, it's twenty-two Airbnbs, twenty deals a month consistently in wholesaling. Um, and right now, I'm just putting the pieces together, bro. I'm just making sure all my T's are crossed, dot I's are dotted, everything is right. Um, so now next year I can really just like flood it, flood everything and just 10x what I'm trying to do. I love uh, it. I love to hear like, it. I, I don't like to like one of my things, I want to travel a lot, right? So I wanna 
these Airbnbs that I'm buying, I want to pretty much pick and choose when I'm living in them and nice. rent the other ones out while I'm not there, right? And just like move somewhere different every two years, right? Like I want to live in a, a different lifestyle. Like I want to, I want to, I want to be a billionaire. I, I I walk around and I I nice. treat myself. I tell myself I'm a billionaire a lot. Hell yeah. Um, and like that's that's just the ultimate goal, bro. And like every time I I listen to somebody who's like really made it, they have that that those years or those couple years where they really stay down and live like beneath their means and really put things together. Um, so what inspires you to want to be a billionaire? Like like specifically, like it's it's interesting because I had this conversation. I, people don't know this, but like my uncle is like, I, like legitimately a billionaire and it's like very interesting. And I'm like, his reasons for being a billionaire, I, I personally hate, like, he's yeah. like, like, I hope he's not watching this. I don't think he is, but like, it, like it was, I doubt he's watching this. I probably <laughs> should talk about it, but like, it seemed like, 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 I don't think his reasons are like the ones that we talk about it, like, so that we can like give back to the community. Yeah. But like what, um, what like like for for you like why do you want to be a billionaire because like i feel like around 10 million is where like you could you could do all that you could travel you could probably start getting on some stages like i'm just curious like yeah is there a reason for that one specifically i can help way more people bro yeah the more money i have i can i can help way more people right like like elon musk right elon he he's making cars that are pretty much saving the earth right like right. We're, not, we're not everything that he does is like to save the earth right and that's that's so cool to me because like you're not just helping yourself you're helping billions of people you're helping the world bro right and like that's so like i'm a, i was a biology major right so I, I love i love the earth i love nature right like that's one of my ho my hobbies like I, I love kayaking and like hiking and stuff like that just being in nature right and <clears throat> one thing that i, I really want to do is really like help fight pollution and help save the, right. save the oceans stuff like that and you need a lot of money to do the stuff that i want to do right like i hate seeing homeless people on the street right, right? maybe because i was almost there right and like i really want to help them out right so like i want to have like homeless shelters worldwide nationwide maybe even I, worldwide. Like I said worldwide the first maybe may as well be worldwide like uh shelters right being able to, to help people out put them in, in position to get cleaned up get educated get jobs Right. Um, do stuff like that. Like I can help way more people with more money that I have. I love it. I love yeah. it, bro. All right. I keep getting distracted and asking about different stuff I'm interested in, but we're at the story. You have some money, you blow it all. Yeah. Then what happens? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I joined sub two as well. So I didn't really blow it all. Right. I got into an apartment. I paid for sub two. Nice. I, went to, I went to Puerto Rico and spent the rest of it, right? So um, I've been sub two, and I'm just... When was this? Wait, this was March, March 2021. 2021. Okay. March 2021, yeah. Um, so I'm in sub two, right? Going to the Daily Dial every day, being one of those people, just being extremely annoying, right? Like I, I worked for somebody that was, he was in sub two. It's no longer there. Um, we don't got to talk about who that is. Now we could talk off stage. Sure. But, um, <clears throat> I worked for them, right? Because I, I actually, that's what it was. I called Marlon, right? I called Marlon Johnson. Um, Marlon, was on, the podcast, I really didn't right, even guys. know Marlon, right? I didn't even know Marlon at the time, really. Like I just seen him on a daily dial. He gave me some tips here and there. I hit him up, asked him for his number. 
gave him a call, right? And I'm like, yo, um, I really don't know what I'm doing here. Like, I could talk to sellers, right? But I don't have the money for, for leads. Like, I'm cold calling all day. Um, and now I have a lot of time, right? But I really don't understand the business like that. Like, right. I, I understand how to wholesale, but I don't understand how to really, really wholesale, right? right. And he's like, bro, why don't you work for somebody? Hmm. And I'm like, it's a good, it's a good point. He's like, yeah, get on somebody's team, make calls all day. He's like, focus on that. So if you got time to make calls all day, do that. I'm like, cool. Let me do that, right? So right. Marlon actually told us. He always tells the story, like when we always like get together. And literally a week later, I was working on somebody's team, right? Because I'm the type of person like once I get something, I implement it, bro, instantly, right? So I'm I'm on somebody's team making calls and they were doing a lot of business, a lot of, a lot of business. So I'm talking to a lot of sellers, right? Um, this may give away who I, who I was talking about, but this guy had like a heavy JV model as well. Um, so like half the students in sub two were sending him leads and they really didn't know that it was me that was making the calls, right? Like it's me making these calls most of the time. He's giving me feedback, helping me out, telling me what to do, right? But it's, it's me making a lot of those calls. Um, and I just learned so much, bro. That's why I recommend working for somebody else because it really took my my learning curve from here to here, bro. Like, yes, we have we have, we're in the greatest mentorship of all time, and the reason why it's the greatest is because we have so many people in here that are doing high level things who need help, right? This, he needed people to make calls, right? So I mean, like, I volunteered my time and I made calls for this guy for literally like probably about eight months, right? Probably about eight months. I, I, I'm just making calls all day. Locked up a bunch of deals. None of them sold. Um, none of them sold for, which at least I don't think none of them sold. Right? So none of them sold. I didn't get paid for any of them. Um, but I'm like, damn. Like this whole time, I, I'm, I'm, I had part. I skipped a, a, a big part. Like I'm this time. I have my own business as well. I have two partners. One was my cousin. One was you're my making cousin. calls and you're also working for somebody else. Exactly. Is he paying you just per deal? Per deal. So, per okay, deal. but you blew all your money. So exactly. where are you getting money from? I had I had some reserves, right? And I also had my girlfriend. Well, what's some reserves? Because I want to know. I didn't have much at all. I probably had like, like what, a couple of grand? A couple, yeah, a couple of grand um, that ended up being gone as well, right? So, had, so what happened? Like, like I had that's like, that's a, well, no, it was just gone because I was paying like my bills and stuff, like, right? Car and stuff, and then it eventually just I was in the negative at one point, bro. Yeah, like, it was it was bad. Um, I had a girlfriend who was she was picking up the tab a lot of the time, and um, I definitely respect her for that. But um, that's that's what happened. I lost all my money, bro. Um, yeah. and I still have a I had a partnership. We're trying to figure this out on our side. Um, my superpower was I'm, I'm good at talking on phones, right? So I told them, like, look, if you guys can pay for everything, like, I'll talk on the phones all day and lock up all these deals. I was locking deals up. We're doing deals, but it's three of us, right? And they were doing a lot of JV and stuff. So those, those, those splits get really slim, really quick, right? So we're closing deals, but I'm still broke, <clears throat> right? Because now when I'm getting paid, that... 25 percent over eight months this is over eight months this is like my first year in sub two so we're at like so we're like getting to the end of 2021 now end of 2021 yeah so i'm 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 working i'm making making a bunch of calls we're locking up deals um getting deals done 
but I'm getting only 25% of each deal. So every time I make money, it's going into my debt, right? I'm cutting into my debt. So it's like, I'm in the rat race for real. <laughs> like I'm, gotcha. I'm trying to get out of debt, but I just can't because I'm getting deal every, every, every other month. Right. I wasn't really consistent at the How time. Do you, so, okay. So there's probably somebody watching this right now who's dealing with that same thing. I was there for a little bit where I was like, I was getting into debt, making my business go for the first, yeah. I didn't get my first, I got my first deal four months in. And then my next deal was eight months in. And basically I did something similar to you. I didn't blow the money really. What I did was I joined Jamil's program. Okay. Uh, then four months, I got my first deal for 10K, immediately spent it on sub two. And then I was like, it's cool. I'll get like another one in like two to three months. And then I'm like, uh oh, which is going all on the credit cards. Yep. Racking that up um, for like eight months. And I'm like, stressing. How do you, how did you deal with that type of stress? Cause that type of stress is rough. Like I've been there. Like, how, how do you deal with it? Or how did you? Yeah. I just kept I just kept talking to myself, bro. I talked to myself a lot at that time. Explain. And it's like it's like whenever I had a like a negative thought, like, man, this shit is going bad, right? I would have to snap myself out of it, right? And say, no, like you're on the right track, right? This is this is what you're supposed to this is what you're supposed to be going through. Right. Like I would literally have conversations with myself. And it was it was really I'll tell you the tough part because when I'm when I was alone, I was fine, right? Because like I, I'll just, I'll just distract myself by working, right? I would work eight hours a day and I would make, literally make calls for eight hours a day, bro. Damn. I would work way longer than eight hours a day. I'd make calls for eight hours straight and just literally just sit at my desk from the time I woke up to the time I went to sleep. I'm at my desk working. Right. And I wasn't really thinking too much about what's going wrong. I'm thinking about everything that could possibly go right. And but that's really tough, especially when you're when you, at that time I'm in a relationship and she's carrying, she's pretty much holding the weight, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like that's rough. It's rough, right? We get, we got a lot of arguments and stuff like that, and it's like it, it was just tough, right? So that was the only stuff. That was the, the hard part was with your with your when you were with your girl then. That was that was the hard part. Weight. That was the hard part. That's when I would like, and honestly, bro, I felt like. I felt like less of a man at that time. Right. right. I really couldn't provide. Right. And that's what really like would get me mad. So what I would do, I would, I would like go on walks and stuff like that to like calm down, like ease the stress a little bit. But when you do, you're like talking to yourself, you're like, what are you saying? Like, what are you saying? Like, again, talk to myself a lot. I call myself a billionaire a lot, right? Like you're a billionaire, mm. you're a billionaire, right? Like Manifesting. Just, manifesting things affirmations just talking to myself right um like and i gotta shout my guy olu out um you know olu laniano uh he's in sub two he's in a dmv i hope i didn't butcher his last name but that summer he would literally come to my house every single day and we make calls right i didn't have no mm -hmm. furniture on my house i had literally two desks one for him and one for me and we just make calls all day i love that and that's that's a lot. I learned a lot from that. Um, and a lot of my mindset things like I really couldn't I really didn't with him. I really didn't have time to be stressed. Right. Now that I'm thinking about it, because he would literally knock on my door at eight o'clock in the morning and we're working till seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night. Right. So, like, I really didn't have time to be stressed because my brother's over here and we're working. We're putting in work. Right. And we're like, we're competing. Right. And we're, it's friendly competition, but we're competing. Right. And things are fun. And I'm not really thinking about what's going wrong. 
right? I'm, I'm just distracting myself with work, right? And what you focus on is what you get, right? Like we all read these, these, these uh, self-help books. And that's why a lot of people who are, are down, they stay down because they're worried about their current situation. They're, mm. they're thinking about what they're currently going through, not what they, they want, right? You're not thinking about the life that you want. And I played that, I played this vision in my head all day of this life that I want, right? And I still mm. do, right? Like my screensaver on my laptop, I actually just reset my laptop, but before it was the house that I want to live in, right? It's this Ooh. huge mansion on this, on like right right on the water, it has a huge pool, right? And I'm, I look at it every single day as I'm working, right? It's just pulled up, right? And I'm just telling myself like, <laughs> you this is your house right tom just didn't catch up yet right so like that's i just constantly reminded myself and just getting in those rooms bro like getting in the rooms it's the power of proximity right just right being around people who are more are successful right they do it the right way who are positive right people who who are living good lives who are happy right and just see what they're doing have conversations with them and do what they're doing, right? Like all the all my friends I know that are happy and positive, they have a routine. They they're they only think about positivity. They talk, they say their affirmations, like everything is positive in them. They cut people off who are negative, right? So I'm like, okay, this is what I need to do. Right. So just just knowing that I'm so close, it, it just makes me, it just made me realize like, yeah, like there's no reason to stress. Stressing doesn't solve any issues. Got you. Damn it. I need to take a lesson from you. I still get fucking stressed and I got a lot of money in the bank. I'm bro, <laughs> I'm still it's, like <laughs> bro, it's, it's it's it sucks, right? But like that's another thing, right? When I when I did get stressed, right? It's like you gotta be grateful, right? Because mm -hmm. if you're stressed and you're upset, right? Yes, it's human, right? We're human. Everybody's gonna get stressed at one point, right? But the important part is to move on. Right. Don't stay stressed. Right. Tell yourself, OK. I, like I, I'll tell myself all the time, like what had what like look where you look where you've come. Right. Look at where you're at and look where you've come. Right. You did not have these problems two years ago at all. So be grateful for the problems that you're having now. Right. Because now I can learn something. So just just switching it from stressing and being upset to, to gratitude, I think is the ultimate hack, bro. And you, the way to do it is just think about like what you're gonna have, like when you got nothing. You think what you're, what you're gonna have, and when you when you don't have nothing, think about where you came from, and think about it could always be worse, right? Like I right. like so that was still better than you being in like the COVID hospital. Yo, still, way better. Ten yeah. times. I'm chilling at this point, right? Like I'm good, right? <laughs> like so, it 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 could always be worse, right? Like like I seen a meme. Um, one time right and it's it was a guy who he had a car right his car was taken away um and this guy's like pissed off right but then it like panned to to somebody else who he didn't have a car right like this guy crashed his car he's pissed off actually no the, the guy had a, had a shitty car right it was like an ugly car and he was mad right and then the other guy he's like i don't have a car at all i gotta walk i gotta take the bus every day right so and then it showed him complaining about taking a bus, right? Then it showed another person who's just grateful that he has two feet and he can walk, right? right. And like they show eventually he like he loses his he he doesn't lose his legs, but he can't walk, right? So he's mad, 
and they show another guy who's in a wheelchair. He can't even walk. Right. right. And it just teaches you like just just be super grateful for whatever you have, because um, if you're not, then you don't deserve you don't deserve what you want if you're not grateful. Right. For what you have, right. So, yeah, bro. I got you. No, that's super powerful. And I appreciate it. Yeah. It's like I'm constantly I, I have trouble even now when I have like I've made a ton of money. I still stress out. Yeah, like I like, I, be, like it, it, I still like have trouble sometimes doing it. I do I do some stuff like I'm I've been I do have like this Tony Robbins video I do with my team, which is cool that I like and also mm-hmm. been meditating. But have you I ever know. read the book? Um, and I was gonna ask you this earlier because you had brought something up. Have you ever read the book? Um, what is it? The gap in the gain. The gap in the gain. Um, so it talks about um, so the gap, right? That's where, that's where you want to be, right? That's that's what you haven't accomplished yet. That's what you're actually like, still striving for. Oh, like that. Uh, hold on. Yeah, the gap and the gain. And the gain. And the gain. Yeah. Um. So that's what you're striving for, right? And then, what the uh, what the gain is, is that's where you came from, right? Let's like look at what everything you've accomplished, right? So the right. gap is like things that. That maybe haven't gone haven't gone your way, um, things that you're dealing with right now that you may be like ungrateful for, and then like a lot of people live in the gap, right? Like that's right now, that's where we're at right now. A lot of people live in the gap, but the gain is literally look at where you came from, bro. Mm. Like you, like I just said, like you did not have these problems last year, right? These are higher right. level problems, right? Because you're at a higher level, so appreciate where you came from. And just understand that you need to go through the gap to get to the game, right? So just being super grateful for every single situation, bro. And just looking back, like everything that I've been through, that's when I've learned the most. Right. Right. So I I have to be grateful. So now it's like when I'm going through some tough shit, it's like, let's go. Bring it on. Like I'm ready to learn, bro. I love it. I don't care what's coming at me. Like everything's an opportunity to learn. Right. And just be a problem solver right like it's like oh this happened okay well here's the next step right let's figure this out i love it yeah cool so okay um working for somebody else making calls getting like a fourth of the deal and then what happens i left my partnership um because i was doing a whole lot of work i felt like i was doing a whole lot of work for no reward really and i'm like bro there's no reason why like I, I went back and looked at like the last like five deals and I'm like, yo, I generated this lead. I closed the deal and I sold it. Well, I didn't sell it, but I, I connected my decibel guy with the person who brought the buyer. Right. So yeah. it's like, I mean, you sold it basically. right. So I'm like, bro, this is a lot for 25%. Right. So I'm like, look, and it was, that was really tough, really tough because I remember my partners were my cousin and one of my best friends from college. So like mm. I I did that wrong. I left that partnership totally wrong. Like it was like I had called them and then they didn't answer. So I sent the text. I sent the long ass text and it was like just totally wrong. Like it was just terrible. Um but I I I learned a lot through that as well. And I talked to Pace about that. Like I had a one-on-one with Pace. Oh, and mind you, so all throughout this time, bro, I'm in and out of stuff too, because I couldn't afford my payment. Right. So I'm <laughs> you know, like I'm making, you're like, in the payment, you're doing the payments. Method doing the payment and you're not yeah. So like when I first got the money, I paid like half. 
And then the rest was just like monthly payments, right? Um, so like I couldn't afford it. So there was a time where I was out of sub two for for a few months, right? And I came back and then I didn't even get back because I because I I I paid. I got back because I referred somebody into sub two and they told them and they they gave me like a, a free month, right? So I'm like, bet, like I'm gonna make this free month count. <laughs> like so I yeah. got in, ended up landing a, a one-on-one with paces when he was doing one-on-ones and stuff and i told him about my whole situation i'm like look man i don't got no money blah 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 like i don't know what to do he's like he's like daryl when you start providing more value to this community it's going to pay you 10x like mm-hmm. he told me that straight up he's like you can close deals right like, he's like you're you can close deals i've seen your i was posting some stuff on instagram he's like you know how to close deals right he's like there's so many people in sub two who don't know how to close deals. He's like, reach out to them, provide value. I'm like, got it. Um, so I went on a tangent, bro, of just providing as much value as I could to people. I'm dropping call recordings in, in sub two. I'm doing one-on-ones with people. I'm like connecting with people. Ended up getting flooded with leads, bro. Flooded with leads. Like people just start sending me leads on a daily basis. Um, so I'm just making calls, making calls and just doing what I'm doing. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. I, I can make calls. I was I was I was recording my calls off of like GarageBand or something like that on my laptop. <laughs> I was just calling on my phone. Uh, I didn't have the money for like dialer or anything like that. I had a CRM at the time, and I was just making calls, bro. Just making calls, making calls, going hard. Um, <clears throat> ended up closing a couple of deals. Then I got too many leads that I could I couldn't handle it as much, right? So now it's like, okay, I need an integrator, even though I, I'm. I can do both. I'm integrator and visionary. You're much more visionary. What do you say? You're much more visionary. I can much more that. visionary. Yeah, much more. But I'm I'm a damn good integrator too. Like my systems and stuff, like they're really good. Like when I brought my integrator on, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll throw my podio away. Like let's just use your stuff." I'm like, "All right, cool." Nice. Uh, so, ended up finding an integrator, and he's like, "Who is he?" Uh, his name's Static. Tahiru. Did you find him from Subdue? How did you how did you do that? Because it's interesting because like, I mean, I'm a I'm a solopreneur and it's an interesting thought of like getting an integrator. I don't really know how to do it. It seems like dating, but like I feel like I'm in high school again in the sense of like, I really don't know how the game is played at all. (laughs) Like what's like the first asking out like all of that stuff. So like, how does that work? Like for somebody yeah. who's a visionary and is like, man, it'd be dope to have an integrator. How do you find that person? It, that, um... It's it's tough, bro, because I'm I'm still going through it um, right now, right? Like mm-hmm. we're in the dating phase as well. Things are how going- How were you guys together? Uh, we, we got together in like February. Okay, that's, an, yeah, that's only five months, five months. Five months, yeah. So we're, we're still like, we're still- dating right now um and things are just we're just ironing some things out right but like i am i'm a i'm i don't want to say i'm a bad interviewer or like hirer or whatever but i really i trust my gut like a lot and sometimes it sometimes it'd be wrong right like a lot of times have you ever read the book who not how yeah uh, i haven't read it yet i haven't read that yet or the who, maybe not who, not how. The who method. It's actually the who method. Not the who, not how is a completely different thing. Yeah. Uh, who the method, the a method for hiring. That's what I'm talking about. Not who, not how. That's a completely different book. No, it's all about how you hire people. 
I highly recommend it for people. Um, I literally just, I, I have a part bookmark from the book. And I literally, like when I'm interviewing someone, just ask those questions that are in the book. I, I'd recommend that one if you're starting to hire people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that. That's like, honestly, like the best book for hiring, in my opinion. Thank you, bro. I'm, I need that because like, I I really like, I, I just, I ask questions if the vibe's right. I'm like, all right, let's Yo, try I it I like out. you, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, let's try it out. <laughs> right? Like even with like, with like hiring, like I just had a lead manager on my team that we just had to let like, go like, she was on my team for like a week, right? And it's because like I'm like, let's go. Like these vibes are cool. Let's go. So I brought her. She's like not a salesperson at all. Yeah, she made like twenty calls in like a week. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you can't do. right. So um, it's it's definitely tough, but I would say one thing I learned, bro, is just like communication is everything, right? So like what I did was I made a I made a post in Facebook and said like everything that i do bad at and everything that may be a red flag like i'm like i'm not the best communicator right like that's why me and my my ex-girlfriend broke up like i'm not Mm -hmm. the best communicator i know this right so you have to bear with me right but i put out like everything i'm good at everything i'm I'm working on and i had a bunch of people reach out to me right a bunch of people reach out to me and what i do is uh like when when i'm hiring and probably shouldn't probably shouldn't say this because now when people like when i'm looking to to hire people are gonna they're gonna follow this but what i what i do is i wait like if you reached out to me if i made a post and you reached out to me i may like open your message but i'm not gonna respond right away like i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure like you're gonna follow if you follow up exactly because if you don't follow me you're not gonna follow up on my leads right so i did that with like all my lead managers acquisitions managers and I even did that with my integrator. Um, like hit me a bunch of times and we got onto a Zoom and it's and it worked out. Um, I love it. We're still we're still working it out, but just communicating and just being just over communicate, bro. Like tell them tell them how you feel. It's really a relationship, bro. Honestly, <laughs> it's really a relationship. Like yeah, tell them how you feel about things. If you don't like things, like say it early because like one thing I learned, uh, I had like my old partnership. I ended up like resenting them almost. Right. They're, like they're making, they're calling me and stuff and trying to get on meetings. And I'm like making excuses as to why I can't get onto the meeting because like you just didn't want to talk to them. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I'm going to be in that mood. Right. So, right. Um, and that's not a good headspace to be in. Exactly. So, okay. So find your integrator. You start working for yourself. You start getting leads and just been closing them and wholesaling them ever since. Or what are we, what's been happening? Yeah. Things things have been looking good. I really don't even make that many calls. That's why I was laughing a little bit earlier when you're like, every time I see you making a call, I really only make like you do it. You do it on YouTube. I do. I do on YouTube. I make calls on YouTube. Some like, but when I'm making calls on YouTube, I'm proud. Like those are pretty much like, I'll like I'll be streaming and I'll be like, yo, who has a lead that I could call right now? Right. Like, like those types of things. Um, but like on my in my business, my team gets all the leads. Right, my team gets all of them unless it's you like talk to sellers anymore. I do, I do. I probably talk to like three sellers a day, three or four sellers a day. It's not a lot. You're are I'm you still the act manager? Are you still closing the deals? I'm still, and the act manager. managers? I'm still the act manager. Um, but I have so what I how I call them, I have lead managers and I have closers on my team. 
and I'm kind of like the sales manager on my team. Gotcha. Um, I'm playing. I, I need to replace myself as a sales manager, but that's right now. I'm I'm the sales manager as well. You're in the scaling part. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you there too. I'm in the scaling part. Like yeah. We're getting there at that point. Exactly. Um, cool, bro. So, like, what's what's your biggest problem right now? My biggest problem right now is ah, it's a good question. Like business wise, or like yeah. Okay. Um, my biggest problem, I would say, is and it's been this for a little while. Like I, I haven't learned the lesson yet, but um, getting my not motivating my team, but getting them to hit their numbers. Mm. Um, because now I'm in a position to where, and I hope they're listening to this too. But <laughs> now I'm in a position to where I need to bring more people on, right? Like I, I thought I was at a sweet spot at like four people. I had I had like seven people at one time and then it was like nobody was making calls and I'm like what the hell am I doing wrong like I have leads in front of everybody like I'm, I'm doing training with people I don't know what it is right so like I'm I'm just testing things out I had seven people at one time got down to like two people at one point that was looking pretty good but now I'm at four right now four closers and I've been trying a couple things uh, a couple di different things um, but I think I'm going to add a couple more people on, um, now and, and just get like, I was talking to Brandon, you know, Brandon Duran. So I was talking to Brandon and he had given me a tip. He's like, um, cause they have a whole bunch of like closers and lead managers on their team. They have a lot. Right. So he's like, yo, what we do, he's like, I'm not going to just throw somebody aside because they can't make the number of calls that I'm asking them to make. If they're really like, if they're really good, I don't want to waste that. Right. But what I'm going to do is if you're not taking these leads serious, I'm going to give them to somebody else on the team. Right. And they're going to call them. Like if you don't call this lead in a day, two days, I'm going to give it to somebody else. Right. And I started doing that as well. And that that's been, been helping, but I've just been really trying to figure out how to, how to get the team to hit the goals. Because like, leads isn't an issue. Leads is not an issue at all, right? Like I have the systems in place. Um, things are just I, – I just need to get them to make more calls. Yeah, it's interesting. Like mine – my team, I feel like it's different because I have an agent model. I consider the agent model completely different than the direct-to-seller. I'm like is. literally like, I, like this is going to happen on Friday. I'm going to be like, guys, this is like – this is almost – this is as different – this is as different from wholesaling as fix and flipping. Like direct to seller as agent is the difference between wholesaling and fix and flipping, in my opinion. Like yeah. it is a different game completely. Yeah. Um, and like I so like for me, like getting people to get the calls done, it's like like I can it's like interesting because also like is it that the, that's so interesting they're not following up on their leads. Like I watch my guys, they're they're like creating their own leads. I can kind of tell if they're not following up on them. And I'm yeah. just like, Hey man, like what's happening here? Like what, um, what's going on? I don't know. It's interesting. I'd have to like, think about it. Like, I don't think I've had that problem. It's, I, bro, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, like I talked to, to Pace about it and he had told me like the answer was cause they're Americans. Right. Like that was the answer he gave me. Um, and I'm like, I understand that. I definitely understand that part of it. Um, so that's why I'm working on getting my VA to, 
my my I, one lead manager VA, and he's he's really close to closing deals. He'll probably start closing like next week, next two nice. weeks when I bring when I bring on a new lead manager to replace him. But um, he'll be up there for sure. But I actually had one of my guys today. He's like he's like mad at himself because we make all of our calls in a virtual office, right? And he's like mad at himself, and I'm like, bro, what's wrong, right? And he's like. He's like, because he just started probably about two, three weeks ago. He's like, I thought I would have had a deal by now. And I'm like, how many calls have you been making? And he's like, I don't know. So I look into the into the system. I'm like, bro, you made six calls yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, like, how do you expect to get a deal? And he's like, well, I guess you're right. I'm like, no, I know I'm right. <laughs> like, they're directly yeah, toward everybody. It's, silly, it's definitely a thing with employees where it's like hard like that. I get yeah. it. I don't think I don't know if I can give as much advice on that. I like giving advice, but that's just such a different problem in my model. Like, because the thing is, all we do is text, so yeah. the text always go out, and they always have to respond. And I always can see if they're responding to them. So if they're yeah. responding to their text, they're gonna get a deal, right? Right? Like, so it might just be different, like in the sense of like the getting in leads and stuff like that. No, it's, it's a completely different model, bro. Like, yeah, somebody asked me today. They asked me for help on a on a lead. Um, that they have and that the lead is from an agent, right? And my question is, well, what's the seller's motivation? <laughs> right. Yeah, I do. Like, it's completely different, bro. I'm like, so, like, the advice I gave her, I'm like, well, I mean, I'm like, I don't follow this model, so you may need to find an Astro student to help you. But what I would do is see if I can get on a three-way call with the seller. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I would want to do. Yeah, that's a lot what you do with agents. That's funny. Bro. I love yeah. that. Right. So, so, all right. So I think I got it. And then now you guys are like scaling up. You guys got people. Your biggest challenge is like getting your people to like call when they should be calling. And then right, I get it. So then, um, yeah, bro. And then you're here now making deals happen. I love it. Um, I got through most of your story. We're already at an hour 40. So I'm probably going to wrap it up. But like, do you have do you have anything you want to say to the people? How can people uh, follow you first off? Um, my name right here, uh, it's my Instagram. Okay. Ellison. That's the best place to reach out to me. Um, as you, as you can see, bro, I'm, I'm a shitty texter. I'm really bad at texting. Like I, I, I respond in my head and then like, I just don't hit send. Dude, you weren't that bad. You weren't that bad with me. Really? I mean, that's like, that's like normal texting. Okay. Good. Like, good. That's like very much how I text. I mean, you got shit right. to do. I, I also good. have things to do. Yeah. Good. Like I'll, I'll call you if it's like, if like, if you hadn't like, yeah, like I'll call you yeah. if I need you like now. All right, cool. I, yeah. I, I, I kind of felt bad. I'm like, bro, no, you're good. I don't think it's on purpose, but like you're I suck fun, at texting. So hit me up on Instagram. Um, That's the best place to find me. Um, I literally go live on YouTube. I live stream on YouTube every single day. So if you search my name, Daryl Ellison, I haven't gone live yet today. I'm probably go later tonight. But um, if you search my name, Daryl Ellison, you'll see. Uh, you'll see my. What are they YouTube. gonna get there when they see your live? What are they gonna see? So I I'm literally uh, just showing the process, the ins and out of my business of wholesale deals, and just showing the process of scaling from where I'm at now to 20 deals a month. Oh yeah. And it's, it's super raw. Like I have, I have my team in there. Like they, like I, I share my screen because they're in the zoom when we make calls and they hear, they hear my team's calls. They hear how I talk to my team and I don't hold nothing back. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a, like you talking about like personality types, like I'm a, I'm a red, like I'm a driver. Right. So I'm like, 
extremely direct, right? So like the people yeah, hear how I, how I talk to my team, like I'm not an asshole or anything like that, but it's like- I'm shit down. I get it. I'm like that yeah. too. Exactly. It's like, let's get it. What's happening? Right, right. So like, like, so like for instance, like one of my guys today, he's like, he, he did something wrong on the call and I'm like, he could have done this better. And he's like, okay, I got it. He's like, yeah, he's like, no big deal. Like I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm like, no, it is a big deal. Like, like, no, you, you need to figure this out now. <laughs> like, it's, That's it's, hilarious. Right. So like, I'm extremely direct. And so like my people see that people see that, how I, how I talk to my team, how I interact with my team. Um, it's always good vibes and we just work and we just make work fun. Um, like last night, I'm probably on there for two hours and I bring other people on as well. So like I'll bring Marlon Johnson on Kevin nice. was with me yesterday. We were underwriting some deals on the whiteboard. Um, nice. so it's, it's a lot, it's really educational. Like I get a lot of people to hit me up and they, they thank me for like just posting stuff on there and just going live because they, they learn a lot and that really motivates me to, to keep going. So every single day I, I, I'm live streaming on, on YouTube and, and Instagram. So I love it. All right, bro. I'm going to wrap it up. Scorch the fears episode. I'm pretty goddamn sure it's 32. I keep I'm forgotten now, dude. I've done a lot of episodes, but we freaking killed it. That was amazing. I appreciate you, my man. That was pretty sick. I'm going to wrap it up. Guys, if you're in sub two tomorrow, Friday, 3 p.m., I'm going to go into this whole thing about like whether you should be doing agent outreach, like, like this whole course. It's going to be sick. If not, uh, just come through here next week, 5 p.m. PST. I'm bringing on my my business coach, Mike Mike Mel. Mm. Um, he's also Munif's business coach. He's an incredible dude. I'm gonna talk to him about his journey. We're gonna it's gonna be the first person who doesn't who isn't in real estate, so it'll be cool. That's awesome. I'm gonna I'm excited for it. So, so guys, 5 p.m. PST Thursday next week. Let's go, Daryl. You're amazing. I'm wrapping it up. Woo! We did it again. <laughs> <laughs>